Hi, you guys. Welcome back. And I'm sorry we couldn't be on the air live yesterday. Saturday, as usual, we had technical issues and our engineer, Doug, was totally prevented from running the show and getting on online on the Internet. But we're back now. I'm going to do maybe a little bit shortened version. I'm not sure. We'll see how fast we can get through the material. Um, before we get started um, on Lost Arts Radio Live here, the, gen- the usual Saturday afternoon show, U.S. time anyway. Um, I want to make sure none of you are from the safe stream because we have words that we're going to be using in this broadcast unless I can get creative enough to avoid all of them, which I don't think I can do. And they might be upsetting. And, and you want to stay emotionally safe all the time. And it's really hard to do that and um, be exposed to some of these words. So this is a time to get all of the people out of the room so, who might be offended and um, back to wait for the next safe stream show or to watch the first one over again. That might be pretty safe, actually. could just keep doing that if you want to. But what we're going to talk about here is a, an event that happened on Wednesday, the 28th of April, which is a few days ago. And uh, it was sponsored by Organic Consumers Association, which is organicconsumers.org. And here's one, the first unsafe word. I warned you about it. I hope nobody's listening at this point. Everybody should be back to the safe stream. But for any of you that are still here, we can try to help you later. Um, the word is what this uh, webinar was called. It was called a tribunal uh, on COVID-19. And um, it's an incredible webinar. It's got all kinds of expert people and doing wonderful work. And I thought what I want to do is kind of condense it into the high points. And then for those who don't have time to actually watch it, uh, you'll still get, uh, hopefully, if I you know do a decent job conveying that, a little bit of a, a feeling about what it was really like. And you can see it. You can see the whole thing if you want to at Truth. T-R-U-T-H dot organic consumers dot O-R-G. And it'll probably be up there, what I've heard as of this morning, for a couple of months. It was actually attacked when it was put out as a live stream on the 28th, and most of the people couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it live because uh, some agency or somebody was preventing it from broadcasting. And you'll probably understand why that why they did that as we get into it. So if, if you do find it valuable and interesting, uh, I would recommend you share it with anybody that doesn't know about it. Um, and some people would question, you know, me promoting something from organic consumers association. Cause we've had some differences. I have been explaining to people that the whole climate change thing is based on misinformation. Um, the, just to give you an idea, an example, uh, look at the work of Don, Dr. Don Easterbrook and other really brave, real scientists that aren't swayed by threats and bribes and things like that. And also Mike uh, has put up some, uh, Mike from Natural News has put up some graphs showing CO2 versus temperature on the globe. And it only looks like there's a correlation if you zoom in to a tiny point, if you zoom out and look at millions of years, there is no correlation. I'm good at pattern recognition, and I can't see a pattern there. Um, CO2 is vital 
for the survival of all life on Earth because plants, I don't know if you notice this, but we can't live on Earth without plants. Plants and trees and algae in the ocean and in the ocean algae, plankton are probably one of the biggest, if not the maybe the biggest provider of oxygen for the whole planet. And one of the things they need, which is a vital health food for them, is carbon dioxide. And it's been totally demonized by the power structure. And so, you know, Organic Consumers Association was really promoting terror of climate change, which the power structure wants everybody to be really afraid either of global warming, global cooling, or if they're not sure which, at least climate change. And because if they can get you terrified of climate change or worried, as Obama said, that the planet's about to boil over, right, and the ocean's going to rise and everything, right before he bought a mansion right on the ocean. Um, if you can be t- terrified of that, you can have your rights taken away. And in fact, um, the lockdowns are planned to expand beyond pandemic lockdowns into climate lockdowns. So they want you to be as terrified of climate change. And they don't care whether it's global warming or global cooling or anything, but just be afraid, you know, be very afraid, as they say. So we had a little, you know, divergence of opinion on that. But I still think Organic Consumers Association is great. The people are great. Most of them are motivated by extreme desire to have the world be healthy and avoid the suffering that's happening from eating poison food and drinking poison water and breathing poisoned air. I, I did try to get them to be very interested and educate themselves on geoengineering because that's a real climate change that's human caused anthropogenic if you want and um, it's a threat to all life on the planet it's one of the major threats to life and i couldn't get anybody interested you know and that's one weird thing that i don't understand about most of the people who are terrified of climate change is why don't they why are they unwilling to look at geoengineering and i guess they think it's a conspiracy theory or diversion from the main thing, which is that you should never use energy. You know, don't buy any large vehicles. Um, turn off your air conditioning. Turn off your heating, but especially your air conditioning. Um, you know, ultimately try not to breathe out. Just breathe in if you're a really, you know, good person and a, a climate change, um, you know, warning person to tell everybody to be aware of climate change or global warming or whatever term you want to give it. If you really care about it, you should not exhale because we know that exhaling is killing the planet, except that that's all total nonsense. And, the you know, the UN, for example, not a real friendly group. And there's wonderful people who work there, millions of them, but at the top, like all of these giant uh, NGO organizations and others uh, kind of pr- first version, first uh, edition of the global government, they, they're totally evil at the top. And, and what one of the things that the United Nations says is, in addition to being worried about climate change, don't use energy because it, it just it's killing the planet. Humans are basically the scourge of the planet and the the real virus killing everybody. Um, 
So we had a little bit of d- disagreement between myself and organic consumers about that, but um, and about the Green New Deal too, because the Green New Deal is based on believing the UN version of global warming and climate change and humans being evil and carbon being a terrible thing, which is weird because it's one of the main things that your body is made out of. And if you don't have carbon dioxide, the plants all die and you don't have oxygen. And living without oxygen is not just stressful. It's pretty much impossible. As far as we know, we need oxygen. So getting rid of CO2 is not brilliant. And they're hoping that to convince us of that, uh, that we're not going to notice anything wrong with that argument. Anyway, I don't want to spend more time on that. That was why I was out of harmony with some of the things that Organic Consumers was fighting for. However, this webinar, the the Tribunal on COVID-19, is brilliant, and it's based on a lot of the work of uh, Dr. Henry Ely, who was a guest on the show recently and will be back again soon. He's done amazing work in coordinating the real information about the pandemic in a way that is completely logical, scientific, and if anything, I would take it farther in the direction that he went and expose some of the foundations of it that Dr. Ely wanted to gradually get into as humans. Um, most humans, most of us have been so conditioned over our whole lives to believe everything that comes from authority that finding out that it's all false is a little bit too much for a lot of people to handle. So it's moving in that direction. And you could really tell that um, the Organic Consumers Association people like Alexis Badenmeyer, who is the attorney, excellent person, has been a guest on our show, uh, that she's really getting deeper and deeper into awareness of what's going on in the world. And it, it takes some acclimation, really, to get used to it because it's such a big lie affecting virtually everything that we've been told by our authorities that... Most people have to emotionally adjust to it by stages. Anyway, they had great, and uh, Alexis and Ronnie were the ones that ran it. Alexis was the official moderator. And Ronnie's message was one that I completely agree with, which is that uh, organic food and clean water and exercise and sunlight, when necessary, organic-based medicines and uh, good nutritional supplements there shouldn't be any need for poisonous remedies. And certainly um, Hippocrates would agree with that. And one of the famous old Greek medical doctors, previously known as the father of medicine before the allopathic doctors started corrupting the Hippocratic Oath. But he, one of his main things he was saying, that used to be the guidance for doctors here, was uh, do no harm. Not just don't do too much harm or, you know, you can use poison chemicals as medicine if you call them medicine. And as long as there's not too many people that get killed by them. Hippocrates didn't say that because they had poisons in his time too. He said, don't do any harm at all if you're in the healing arts. You know, you're supposed to actually help people get better, not hurt them and not pretend that hurting them is a therapy of some kind. That would be really, you know, nobody intelligent would ever do that. Um, so they had great people. On, anyway, I was saying I agree with Ronnie Cummins about 
the natural things being, you know, they're not the, they're not the, they're not what heals the body's own internal energy and consciousness and healing currents are what heal the body. It's just that the natural support allows them to do that. And if you learn the depth of what that understanding really means, you have almost no more need for the medical system other than in uh, catastrophic emergencies or you get run over by a car, occasionally some congenital uh, birth defects that might have to be surgically corrected. But most of the surgery and most of the medicine that's done, if people knew the truth, which is violently suppressed right now, that true medical information, then they wouldn't, they would rarely, if ever, need doctors. And doctors would become teachers, which is more in line with their original intended function. They would be teaching lifestyle and natural means of recovery and fasting and how to use food and water and exercise and sunlight and the things that Ronnie talked about as medicine everyday medicine to live on and the first guest they had on a panel and yeah this is taking a long time i probably won't get through the whole thing but i want to i want to at least give you a flavor for what this was like and remind you that it's free and you can listen to it just like i did uh truth.organicconsumers.org first guest was dr joseph mercola who is really you know i've been following him for many years really good man devoted to helping people get better by natural means instead of being addicted to medical drugs and other kinds of drugs and wonderful person he's starting to realize as we all are more of the depth and scope of the program that the authorities are running now which is basically an extermination program we're just in the intermediate stages of it and dr mercola has been under pressure to take real health information and nutritional information off of his website so that you won't be able to see it. Some specific information relating to the pandemic about how you can use vitamins and nutrients and you don't need toxic treatments or anything injected into your body. And the threats have been getting more and more personal with him. I suspect that they're doing the usual stuff, you know, like, well, it's totally up to you that you can keep putting out the information, but we'll have to kill your family. You know, you understand it's just for your protection. It's like compared to the real world, the Godfather movie and things like that are actually very mild. Uh, so Mercola is a target of that right now, and he's getting a lot of pressure. But he was explaining on this webinar uh, the false positives of the PCR test if the cycle threshold is set too high we've talked about that a lot um and i would go much further than that i would say you can't use pcr so-called pcr testing for any diagnosis anything about who has a virus or a disease or uh who who is being safe because of a vaccine or something you totally can't even use PCR for that. It's not about the cycle threshold. The cycle threshold on the PCR test is if you turn it up, it find, it makes whatever you're looking at look gigantic, like it's a huge, you know, terrifying problem. If you turn it down, and then it says, well, I can't find any of that. You must be okay. It's total nonsense. But people are learning about that by stages. It's hard for them to realize 
that the whole calibration of the pandemic is based on, as David Icke says, a virus that uh, tests. That's not testing for the virus. It's well put by David. And the tests, Mercola was saying also that the deaths that are counted as COVID deaths are actually from large extent from other diseases. And they're just called COVID. And hospitals are given uh, financial incentives to call everything COVID. Families are given financial incentives to supposedly cover funeral costs if they call the cause of death COVID. Uh, CDC actually says some things that are true once in a while. You have to watch for them carefully, but they do exist. And one of them was that, probably understated, but they said 94% of the people who died of COVID actually died of something else. They make it sound really scientific by calling it comorbidities. And people think, oh, comorbidities, that's amazing. It's really impressive. What it means is they, like if you're dying of, of uh, pneumonia or uh, heart condition or asthma or something like that uh, or influenza and um, you die and then they test you with a fake test and they say, oh, we found COVID-19 or we found SARS-CoV-2. Are you starting to get it? That That's completely untrue. Now, the, there was a syndrome that showed up where people were breathing and their lungs were working fine, but they couldn't get oxygen. That may have really been connected to the actual lab-created virus that does exist, in my opinion. Um, but it's easily t- taken care of by natural protocols, which are all immediately censored so that you won't um, be diverted and you won't uh, lower your in- your acceptance of the poisonous drugs and the injections. Um Anyway, that's what CDC said, 94% died from something else. And anyone saying it in social media gets deleted right away. Vaccine passport is essentially a done deal, according to Dr. Mercola. I hope he's wrong about that. Uh, It's going to be used to restrict your freedoms. It has nothing to do with um, a disease. It has to do with forcing you to get an injection and they've been on TV lately on mainstream media saying, how can we make it virtually impossible to live without allowing yourself to get the vaccine? So that's what they're hoping to accomplish. And you notice that I'm not self-censoring on this show anymore. And if we disappear, go to lostartsradio.com and find out where we're still on the air on platforms that are supporting free speech. And there are some of those increasing in number. And for the people that are monitoring this show, humans and bots, and those of you who are in charge of silencing all of us, really, I don't consider you as enemies at all. I consider you as part of our family that has become controlled and programmed and disconnected from your own conscience. And I know you have a really hard job cutting off the truth from everybody. It's really stressful. But... You don't have to do it instantly. You can let more people uh, find out what's going on. And you can find out what's going on because it's really valuable for you to know about this stuff also. You're, you know, any human being benefits from an understanding and action on what's really happening. So anyway, Mercola gives a long talk and uh, about the use of the pa- passport to restrict your freedoms. 
and he's afraid they'll use it to eventually restrict buying food, things like that. And he gives a list of nutrients that he says are really, uh, he would say, 10 to 100 times better than any injection. And I'm saying, <clears throat> I totally support Joe Mercola in what he's saying, but it's actually way more than that. If you get the nutrients, it helps you. If you get injected with poison, that's going to turn your, your body into a GMO organism, which is what the latest uh, injections do. It's not one is 10 times better than the other. It's one as a weapon, one as a, a support. And if you want the details, watch the webinar. Because we'd get, it would take us forever to really get into that. Mentioning those two things um, can get people deleted. Uh, Joe said that the injection is ineffective, worthless, dangerous, and potentially fatal. That's true. That's, pro that's probably not too much understated. That's actually true. Nebulized hydrogen peroxide he talks about, which is almost free, and there's instructions on Mercola.com referring to David Brownstein, who got attacked also for talking about these things. And he's saying limit the eat window of eating to six to eight hours. Uh, the number killed by the vaccine will never be known because when people like Hank Aaron and Marvin Hagler and others died. It's always immediately that there's no connection. And he's pretty open about talking about these things. And the number that have actually died, uh, the numbers reported to VAERS, the government agency that's supposed to keep track of the injuries and deaths caused by the vaccine, probably get about 1% of the real injuries and deaths reported. And Joe was saying that at 2,500, which is right off the CDC website. Um, and there's, you know, a lot more that he's saying about it that I recommend that you watch the webinar to find out because we don't want to push it too far and telling you too much. Uh, children are not at risk, according to Mercola, and I agree with him. However, <clears throat> they're certainly at risk to being damaged or killed from the vaccine. And so that's going to give COVID death numbers a big spike. Um, anyway, he gave an incredible talk. And it's worth going to truth.organicconsumers.org, listening to that and learning. <clears throat> Alexis came back on. Um, she was talking about Dr. Henry Ely, who, as I said, was on our show as a guest. He did this incredible uh, paper with, with his team, um, 444 pages put all of this information in scientific form that can be published, which he did. It's been published amazingly. They figure none of the regular people will bother to read it. But if you really, if you go to the webinar, it's got the essence of everything in that paper anyway. And uh, one of the things that Alexis, the attorney for organic consumers, mentioned was Dr. Ely went and looked at VAERS, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. As of uh, the 16th of April, 2021. And even understanding that about 1%, some people say as high as 10, I'd say it's near 1, get actually reported on that system. Most people don't know it exists. He, w even understanding that, he found that they were reporting 3,100 uh, killed by the, the injection in America as of the 16th of a April 
um, a thousand of those were within 24 hours of getting the injection. 115 mothers had spontaneous abortions or stillbirths, 86,000 reported injuries, 6,200 in the hospital, um, and that no approvals were expected for the injection until 2022 and 2023. And the current law makes the vaccine makers and administrator people completely not responsible for all the death and injury that they cause. That was signed into uh, effect by Ronald Reagan in the 80s. And so they went into the details of that. And I'm saying that the approval is a non-issue. This is such a big subject. We're saying that, you know, a lot of the people on, on the Internet are saying, well, you can't force people to take this injection because it's experimental and not approved. That's true. And that's a useful thing to know about, whether you're in the military or in the general civilian population. But ultimately, if they just go ahead and approve it, it can kill just as many people approved as unapproved. you know. And then they can make, legally, supposedly, make you take it if it's approved. So I'm saying approval is not the main thing that people should be focused on. Um, Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, who's both an MD and uh, Master of Public Health, one of the top five most published medical researchers in the U.S., very heavily attacked, was talking about the total suppression of all his attempts to help his patients. If it wasn't something the power structure and CDC agreed with, uh, he had to let them die. And whether he went along with that, I don't know, but that was the pressure. Uh, no major medical centers, according to him, did anything to develop a protocol to actually help the patients. The plan was to allow as much suffering, hospitalization, and death as possible to create mass fear and expectation of the miracle vaccine. And he talked about that in detail. Great doctor, uh, McCullough. Almost sounds like Mercola, but it's McCullough. Uh, Mercola wrapped up by saying it's a battle for freedom. Everything in our life is on the line. That vaccine passports serve no function that's of any use. And that the injection is an absolute scam. This is a big step forward for Dr. Mercola. He, you can see all these speakers really starting to get the bigger picture on a, gra- on a bigger scale. Um, Dr. McCullough, MC. C-O-U-L-L-O-U-G-H also started a worldwide group that you can probably find on the internet called C19, the letter C and then 19, to get real information out. Um, He talked about how CDC and FDA are completely off the rails and it's giving misinformation, which they supposedly are fighting. And it's really an interesting question, you know, there are thousands and thousands of people working in these systems, public health officials and everybody, and how could they be supporting this kind of stuff when it's causing more deaths than 9-11 already, and there are many more that it'll cause in the future? And I think part of the answer is that they're highly educated, and higher education has been a source of memorized information and blind trust of authority no matter what they say. It, it doesn't have to make sense. 
And the public health officials are generally educated right from the system. Um, it's obvious I can't go into a lot of detail with this stuff, but watch the webinar. Joy Fritz was introduced. She started a nonprofit working for an independent audit of the death certificates um, and how to actually make those accurate and how they've been um, encouraged by the CDC memorandum. I forget which one it is. Uh, maybe I wrote it down here. Um, I probably didn't. But the CDC told uh, doctors and undertakers and coroners that uh, in any kind of questionable circumstance, just put COVID-19, it's probably correct. And then they introduced uh, Sergi from GreenMedInfo.com, which is a great website. GreenMedInfo is trying to make medical information accessible to the average person and needs to be supported. Um, He talked about censorship about the Nuremberg Code, and especially the 10th, there's 10 principles in the Nuremberg Code, and you know what the Nuremberg Code was and is. It it was put together in 1947, and the reason it was established is because the Nazi scientists that said, oh, we were just doing what was legal, what was, we were following orders, all of the stuff done in 1930s and 40s Germany was legal under their own system. They made it legal to make sure they wouldn't have a problem with that. And at the end, when the doctors and others were being held for trial for killing so many people, they said, well, we we're just following orders. We we're doing what our boss and our government, you know, our equivalent of the CDC and FDA and all those organizations told us to do. And the people in the trial said, well, the judges said that that's not acceptable, and many of them were killed as a result of crimes against humanity. But Sayerji was bringing up principle number 10 in particular, and he was saying that the scientist in charge of a real medical experiment, some of which are may be legitimate, I can't think of one offhand, because you really don't need experiments with poisonous chemicals that you call medicine or inject into people. That That's actually not very smart unless you're trying to do bad things to them. So principle number 10 out of the list of 10 things in the Nuremberg Code is that in a legitimate experiment, the scientist in charge has to be ready to stop the experiment if continuing it is likely to cause any injury, disability, or death to the subject. They have to stop the experiment immediately. And uh, VAERS, according to Green Med Info, was showing officially 85,000 injuries and, and a lot of death um, and still going up just in the U.S. And so if it was a legitimate experiment on humanity to inject this stuff into them and change their genetic makeup, that would have had to be stopped at the first injury. And anything after that was criminal. And he explained the massive cover-up that's going on and labeling uh, vaccine deaths as COVID deaths to to justify more vaccines and kind of the circular reasoning that's used. Anyway, he went into a lot more detail. He's definitely worth listening to. Henry Ely, Dr. Henry Ely, is the founder of the Energetic Health Institute, the lead team, lead researcher on a project paper of 4,444 pages, 
called COVID-19, Restoring Public Trust During a Public Health Crisis. It was really well done. Uh, and he talks about a lot of the myths that were being given and, and how they're not true. For example, the whole basis of the this horrible pandemic is partly uh, built around the concept of not asymptomatic transmission, meaning a person who's totally healthy walking around regular energy, they're interacting with everybody and they don't have any symptoms of sickness at all. That's an asymptomatic person because A means not or none. Symptomatic means they're showing signs of sickness. If they're asymptomatic, that means they're not sick. And they had a study in Wuhan itself of 10 million participants. That's a big study, maybe the biggest one in history, looking for asymptomatic transmission. And they found zero asymptomatic transmission, none at all, none. So that whole thing is bogus. That means people who are being quarantined and made to wear masks and all these things done to them if they don't have symptoms, that's all bogus. And he went into a lot more detail on that. Um, and that CDC has been totally aware for the last more than 20 years that uh, large percentages of Americans are deficient in certain nutrients because of their diet and eating garbage all the time because it tastes good to them. And that fixing that is real cheap and easy and voluntary. And you just say, okay, here's the nutrients to take every day if you're not on a great diet. And almost none of those people would get sick. He went into explaining that. Great presentation. So I recommend to listen to it. He said this whole system has to be reformed right now. Next, somebody I didn't know about, Kevin Jenkins, the CEO of Urban Global Health Alliance, um, produced a documentary called Medical Racism, the New Apartheid, and uh, brilliant, inspiring talk, just like some super energized pastor in a church telling people about motivating them to clean up their lives and remember God and who they are and the whole thing and transform their daily life. He was incredible, and I recommend listening to him for sure. He's traveling around America right now to more than 100 cities, giving up his personal life for the summer, or what, however long it takes, and giving inspiration and real information to people in more than 100 cities. Incredible person. Um, high points here. Um, Kevin Jenkins, the guy I just mentioned, said, this year is about hope, love, and action, putting what you believe into action. Next, they introduce somebody named Professor Dolores Cahill, incredible PhD doctor, molecular biologist, president of World Freedom Alliance, and I think also of World Doctors Alliance, great groups that we've talked about before. She's not just doing that. She has other projects going that I didn't know about. One of the most interesting is she has helped start Freedom Airways. She may have been the, the original person who founded it, I don't know. But it's the idea of an airline that will get more and more approved routes all over the world. And their theme is great service, no masks, no passports, no vaccines. 
no testing, no holding up in airports because the uh, fear is all totally baseless. And we haven't done this for all the other people that are sick of all kinds of things. And she said, all right, so we'll just start a new airline. Really brilliant. And she had a, a great talk. That airline is looking for investors and initial customers right now. Freedom Airways. What's her site? Let's see if I got it down here. I think it's uh, freedomairways.com, but you can look it up in a search engine like DuckDuckGo. I I would never use Google, but DuckDuckGo or StartPage or something like that and put in Freedom Airways or Freedom Airlines should take it to you. And she's also correlated all kinds of studies that show the truth about masks and about the injections and about PCR um, I think she was, let's see, is this her talking about the false positives? No, it it introduced Dr. James Lyons-Weller, who's been on our show before. He's also known as Dr. Jack. And he's talking about the false positives in the PCR, which actually I would have gone farther the whole PCR thing. It can't even have false positives or false negatives because it's not a test for any diagnostic thing at all. That's why it's used for the whole pandemic. And the reason we know that is the brilliant leader in Tasmania, one of the really smart African leaders, said, wait a minute, there's something going on with this PCR thing. And he sent in a sample of Coca-Cola and a soil sample and a from a res- tissue sample from a goat and a sheep. And the Coca-Cola and the soil sample were positive for COVID-19 and directed to be quarantined. And you can kind of take it from there. So the whole thing is is a complete farce. It's not, in my opinion, you can't assign a number of false positives and false negatives to something that's not even a test. But they're doing that. So it's a step in the right direction. Then, then they introduced Anna Garner, an attorney from New Mexico. She started a group that you should look up called New Mexico Stands Up. And it's using... Uh, law to overcome the massive lies and theft of God-given rights and restore human action for everybody, including kids. And they're suing the governor of New Mexico, challenging the public health emergency because, as they explain, the main thing wrong with the public health emergency is it doesn't exist. And and people from the power structure would say, what, it doesn't exist? You're you know, threatening everybody's lives and like Joe Biden said, 200 million people in America were already dead from the virus a couple, of, few months ago. Um, but the reality is that it's all based on fraud. And Anna Garner is a great in- attorney. She deserves support. And you can find her at New Mexico Stands Up. I don't know if it's .com, but just put it into DuckDuckGo or something and find it. Um, she said, basically, people need to learn what rights they already have and then how to hold on to them. Um, more from the same people there. Watch the webinar, I recommend. And uh, let's see what else here. I'm looking for high points. Oh, yeah, this was a great one. Somebody that I wasn't familiar with, should be, but I haven't been, uh, Tara Thornton, T-A-R-A Thornton. And she started Freedom Angels and United Counties of America educating county officials to take action on behalf of their system. 
and she developed a template in a, a county, I guess it's her own county, it's Lander County, Nevada, and uh, they declared basically their a freedom-based county, a const- the first constitutional county under the definition by Sheriff Mack, and um, that the Constitution is the guiding document for the whole world on inalienable human rights. And what inalienable, in, inalienable means is that you have your rights from God. Nobody can take them away, like the right for free speech without censorship Uh, the right for freedom of movement, the right to defend yourself and others, the right to believe what you want, the right to have your own spiritual or religious beliefs or no beliefs or whatever you want, basically the right to live your own life in any way that you would choose as long as you don't take away the same right of other people and respect respect each other. Um, So the resolution in Lander County whose county seat is Battle Mountain, interestingly, is that the resolution is that there's no public health emergency, so it's all over. And other resolutions were to adopt nutritional guidance, voluntary, of course, nobody's forced to do anything, uh, nutritional guidance from Dr. Ely, treatment protocol guidance, health freedom, testing protocol guidance so that nobody's been being abused with the so-called testing anymore, and just super inspiring, Tara Thornton, the work that she's doing is incredibly important. And Freedom Angels and United Counties of America need to be known by everybody. And she brought up the example, too, of people in each county taking responsibility for the sanity and safety of their own county. Because remember the way that America is set up that you're not supposed to remember is that the individual people are over the the city and the county. The county's over the state, the state's over the federal government, and the state's actually created the federal government with conditional permission to exist as long as they serve the interest of the people, which ended a long time ago, actually. So Tara brought up the example of Vail, Arizona, inspiring there was an open, there was a meeting of the school board because they were trying to require things to be done to the children in the name of the pandemic that the parents knew were completely ridiculous. And so they had hundreds of parents come to the school board meeting, and the school board members knew that they were basically being criminal, so they got scared and ran away because they would get caught for and held accountable for their actions. So there's something called open meeting law, which the people of Vail knew about, And under that law, if the health officials run away and the school board officials run away, then they get to elect new ones. And they elected brand new ones, ended the mask mandate and the state of emergency. It was beautiful. That's online right now. We posted it at lostartsradio.com. Very important stuff. Kimberly and Foster Gamble were the last guests that were introduced, um, creators of Thrive Solutions Hub which is basically a free app in 40 languages. Incredible work that the Gambles are doing. Uh, Official launch of the Thrive Solutions Hub is coming in May, and it's a place you can search by issue. 
find out who's involved, what resources are available in each issue that you care about. It's all encrypted. You can share videos completely free of censorship. Um, private member associations page, which is really important. Um, templates for all kinds of positive things. Um, they just had so much useful information that it's way more than we can cover right now. I was hoping to condense it all, but the best way is um, just go watch the webinar at truth.organicconsumers.org. Bottom line from Foster Gamble, he was saying, create the alternatives that could be the basis of a new, uh, much healthier, more enlightened civilization right in place of the old instead of only fighting be more creative. He said new banks, new media, new currency, new justice systems that are real, not all corrupted like the ones we have now. And then also be ready to protect them as they get established. Don't give up freedoms. Celebrate teamwork and success along the way. Love and support each other. That was a message from uh, Foster Gamble and Kimberly Gamble also. Uh, Alexis Baden-Meyer, the attorney for organic consumers, brought up that medical error, in quotes, is the third highest cause of death in the U.S., but I would say it's way higher, uh, much higher. She was saying maybe 440,000 a year, but Gary Null and Carolyn Dean wrote a paper called Death by Medicine, which you can still find, and they were estimating about a million people a year killed by the medical system. And it doesn't mean everything the medical system does is bad. There are spectacular emergency room doctors, for example, that save people who are being cut to pieces and do emergency surgery under very difficult circumstances. But as far as health goes and real information about that and now about this this, uh, pandemic, it's a different picture, like the opposite. So the bottom line of all of it is raising the consciousness of humanity. And how do you do that? Dr. Ely is very clear about it. You don't run around trying to force other people to change because they're all on their own path and they're learning as fast as they can. But they're affected by you as an individual with massive untapped power. And if you unveil that in yourself and do the work internally, to get your own health back, learn about the violently suppressed real health information that they're not letting you see. <clears throat> Fix your own health as much as you can. Undo the damage that we've all done by mistake. Change your consciousness so you don't hate anybody at all. Become much more powerful when you drop drop the antagonism. You know, Defend what you need to defend. Fight for what you need to fight for, but with a consciousness as Dr. Ely explains, of love instead of hate, is much, much more powerful. And it's a much bigger secret. In fact, it it reminds me of the scene in Star Wars where the Emperor was telling Luke, feel your hate, you know, your father, Darth Vader, is so evil. You need to, for the sake of people everywhere, you need to kill your father. And Luke was saying, no, I'm not going to, not going to take on the energy of hate because then I'll become your apprentice, basically. And he was right. That was a really deep message of the movie. 
And it's true now, too. We have to be strong and willing to do whatever's needed, but not out of hate. Love is so much stronger, and it keeps you clear, doesn't cloud your vision like hate does. Hate can make you go crazy, and it always starts as being justified. So just drop it. It doesn't make you stronger, faster, tougher. It, you know, neither does fear. Completely useless. And I'm waiting to be shown a place where fear is use, useful, and I've never seen it. But the power that's flowing through us, not from us, but from God, is so strong that it's funny that the bad guys are afraid of it. All you guys working for censorship and for monitoring and surveillance and control are all afraid of it. The power of what love really is, not not some fancy word. There's a reality behind it that is has incredible potential to heal everything. Even the bad guys could be healed with it. We don't need to destroy them if we can save them and getting them to defect from the direction they're going in now, which is possible. But the way to make it possible is, just like Michael Jackson said with Man in the Mirror, applies to not just men, but women in the mirror, kids in the mirror. I would say pets in the mirror, but they're mostly pretty far and more advanced than humans in a lot of ways, and we need to catch up. So transform your own life. Look honestly at who you're being and see where you could do better. And that has so much power in it. It helps heal the whole world. So that was the message from the webinar. I hope you could relate to some of that. If you want to, go watch it. It's free. It's a good thing to do on any day. Truth.organicconsumers.org. And we're going to have a lot of these people on the show in the near future. Dr. Ely uh, confirmed this morning that he's coming back soon. So... We have a lot of exciting work to do. Take it as an opportunity, not as a source of fear, and an opportunity to see who we really are. It's what what terrifies the other side and what they should be encouraging because it's the only thing that's going to help them turn around while there's still time. Anyway, hope you can relate to that. Remember, this is our Saturday show, even though it's on Sunday, and we've got a show tonight, our regular Sunday show that has guests from anywhere in the world that are doing inspiring work that you can see and stay in touch with that at lostartsradio.com and then uh, normally when we have this uh, Lost Arts Radio live show on time on Saturday, half an hour after it ends is Planetary Healing Club meeting and you can access that through planetaryhealingclub.com you might want to look at that too If you've got the resources to keep us on the air and support our work and our projects that are waiting for money, uh, you can donate at lostartsradio.com or lostartsresearchinstitute.org or subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio slash, or no, just one slash, subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. But don't worry about it. I've seen some... um, Apologies and comments online on different platforms saying, really sorry I can't donate to help your work right now because we're struggling financially. Please don't worry about that. You know, don't don't give us any money if you're struggling for survival. Um, help us spread the show and get past the censors if you want to do that. And we appreciate you very much. And mainly what we're asking you is take care of yourself, your physical health, your mental and emotional state, 
spiritual connection. Take care of yourself in a really deep way. It's the best, fastest way that you can help everybody else. We're all connected at a level that we have no idea until we get there. So thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. I consider you the potential light of the world. It's inside you. Just get to it. Not in a belief or memorizing anything. Not in some new religion, but in in reality, experience. It's right there. It always has been. And it's so much stronger than the intimidating bad guys. There's no comparison. So there's no question of the ultimate outcome either. Take care of yourself and uh, have a good week and we'll see you here next time. Talk to you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the banned ones are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. 
visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.